It's a Wednesday, Wednesday edition of the Bill Michaels Show. Glad that you are on board today. Hopefully you're enjoying your day and all that goes along with it. We certainly appreciate you being here, as always. I'm Bill Michaels, Ben Kenny, producing the show back in the uh, the studios. And uh, thanks to all of you for joining us. Uh, 877-867-1670. Uh, again, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, feel free to go ahead and do so. Again, 877 877- 867-1670. You can find us, and uh, you can also track us down over on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Ben Z. Kenny uh, as well. You can find us on YouTube, uh, and subscribe on YouTube. We appreciate it. Uh, you can find us there by simply going to YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. That's YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show, and then you can find us over on Twitch TV. Uh, drop us an email. If you'd like to go in that direction, email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. And don't forget, you can find us on the website, thebillmichaels.com, thebillmichaels.com. And then we're on Spotify, we're on Apple iTunes, we're on Google Podcasts, and so many other, uh, you know, Internet faces, I guess. Uh, Odyssey app, iHeart app, uh, The Zone Madison, which The Zone Madison, uh, a great way to keep the program Every, anywhere and everywhere, because I was using that a little bit earlier today when I was on my pedal bike out getting a workout today. So I turned the Zone app on. I was listening to some uh, some of the morning show today before I got into some of the uh, some of the meetings. Uh, Cubs ended up beating the Brewers last night, uh, eight to seven, and uh, you know it wasn't a great outing. Uh, Lauer goes four innings, five hits, and three runs, but he wasn't the guy that really took the loss. It wasn't until uh, later on. When uh, when Kelly came in, he gave up four runs. Boxberger gave up a run and ends up taking the loss as well in an innings worth of work. And uh, the Brewers just uh, not able to get it done. Uh, I will say this: in in watching Lorenzo Cain, uh, you got to take him out of the lineup. You, you, between there was two gaffes in the outfield. The one ball that scooted underneath his glove for a triple yesterday uh, from Ian Happ. Ian Happ. Hit a ball. It was into the gap, and I granted he was running pretty much at a full gallop, but he couldn't bend over to pick the ball up. Had he cut that ball off, that ball then becomes a double because then he picks the ball up, he spins, he turns, he throws, and Hap doesn't go to third. Uh, and then, obviously, the gap between him and uh, Christian Yelich when the ball falls in the outfield, uh, which played it some more runs along the way. Um, it, Lorenzo Cain is not helping this team at all, at all. And uh, I'm now watching him not only struggle, but it's now um, you never want to say a guy isn't trying. You never want to go that direction. But you can clearly tell that his body language is saying, you know, he's just frustrated. He's he's now 120, 119 technically at bats into the season. He's, He's not coming close. Hitting 185. An on-base percentage of 246, an OPS of 490. The outfield position last night did not look good. Uh, ben, is it time to sit Lorenzo Kane and just say, you know what, you you need to sit and just be uh, a guy playing defense at, at the end of ball games now? I think so, definitely. I also think they're in kind of a tough spot with injuries. Uh, obviously, with Renfro out, I think Tyrone Taylor 100% should play every day. And if you yep. have to put other guys in because others are out, that's fine. But never should Kane be in the lineup instead of Taylor. That's where I'm at. Nope. I, I'm to the, I agree with you. Lorenzo Kane is is a liability. Tyrone Taylor is absolutely raking right now. There is no reason other than obstinance towards a veteran 
because that's the guy you got to play because you're paying him, you're hurting the ball club. He is a sinkhole in the lineup. He's now become a, becoming, uh, last night was in a couple of specific instances, uh, one did not score a run and the other one did, uh, a liability. And I never thought I'd say that about Lorenzo Cain. But last night was, last night was kind of the, okay, it's time. That was my moment last night. I was sitting out back. I grilled out. I, I did the old-fashioned thing. I grilled out last night. I had a couple of hot dogs. I had a couple of hot dogs and a beer. I sat outside. I watched the game until the weather looked like it was going to be the end of the world, which it, nothing happened. The, the day predicted showers and thunderstorms all day long. I don't think I got one drop in, uh, in my area yesterday. So I sat out back last night until it looked like it was going to rain. It never did, though. Uh, but grilled out, sat there and watched the game. I was talking to a couple of friends, and Lorenzo Cain's just becoming a liability. Just is. So last night, Brewers fall. Back at it again uh, coming up. But uh, I, people were tweeting at me last night. And, and, you know, by the way, the Brewers back at it again today. 7.05, first pitch. Kyle Hendricks on the mound. Alexander. Alexander going to the hill for the Brewers as they continue to dig a little bit deeper for some arms to, to come up. But uh, Jason Alexander uh, making uh, making the season debut. Making the season debut. The wearing number 49 coming up tonight. But uh, last night was the night when I went, okay, it's time. I'm done. I'm done. I, I'm, I'm on the uh, same page with many of you. As a matter of fact, I had one, uh, David tweeted me last night and said, for the love of God, can we just DH for Kane and have a pitcher bat instead? I might go in that direction. I might go in that direction I because he's not doing anything. Not at this point. Uh, 877-867-1670, um, Then the news comes today, if you have not seen, that the oversight committee, we've been talking about this, it was kind of quiet because they've got a lot going on right now on Capitol Hill, right? It's been kind of quiet. Ever since the uh, the five women went and testified before Congress and talked about the hostile work environment coming out of the Washington Commanders organization. And then you had the investigation and the written report from some former employees that said that Daniel Snyder was basically cooking the books. He was cooking the books. He's doing some stuff that, yeah, it's it's uh, not beneficial to the season ticket holders. Uh, it's not beneficial to other owners. And the NFL has, for the most part, not been cooperative when it comes to the investigation, whether it be to the sexual harassment and the hostile workplace such and such, and the, you know, the, the firing, if you will, of John Gruden and the investigation into Daniel Snyder, and the NFL has not been forthcoming. Not anymore. Today, Carolyn Maloney, chairwoman of the Committee on Oversight and Reform, and uh, Raja, and I don't even know how to pronounce uh, the last name, chairman of the Subcommittee on Economic and Commerce Policy, sent letters to Roger Goodell, commissioner of the National Football League, and Daniel Snyder, owner of the Washington Commanders, requesting now their appearance before the committee at a hearing on June 22nd. 
The hearing is the next step in the committee's month-long investigation into the commanders, the hostile workplace culture, and will also now examine the NFL's handling of allegations of workplace misconduct, the NFL's role in setting and enforcing standards across the league, and legislative reform needed to address these issues across the NFL and other workplaces. But basically, um, this is uh, what's been stated is, quote, for seven months, the committee has been stonewalled by NDAs and other tools to evade accountability. Mr. Steiner and Mr. Goodell need to appear before the committee to address these issues and answer our questions about the pervasive workplace misconduct at the Washington Commanders and how the NFL is going to address these issues. So now, now um, there has been, ever since uh, November 5th of last year, They've been calling the NFL and the commanders to release all individuals from non-disclosure agreements, preventing them from speaking out about Daniel Snyder and the commanders and the toxic work environment. The chairs issued another statement in December following a report uh, that detailed Mr. Snyder's efforts to obstruct the investigation and the NFL is not being cooperative. So now they are about to go to Capitol Hill where they are going to answer questions. How about that? How about that? I got to be honest. Love it. Love it. Tom Pellicero reporting that a little bit earlier today uh, of the NFL Network that the NFL more so, I mean, Daniel Snyder, he's a scuzzball. We all know that. But now the NFL is being called to Capitol Hill. And when they say, we're requesting your presence, yeah, it's no, it's it's they're not requesting it. They're telling you, you better be here because the next time we got to come after you, it's going to be with subpoenas. We'll figure it out. And they have that power. I love it. I love it. So now set your dial June 22nd. Set it because June 22nd is going to be when we're all going to convene. That's going to be a Wednesday. It's three weeks from today, June 22nd. We're all going to convene. On this program, we're all going to pay attention to and listen to what Roger Goodell has to say. I cannot wait. It's going to take three weeks of the best popcorn you can possibly find. Get it ready. Get it ready. I am salivating. Salivating that. Uh, Ryan says, you want to destroy the NFL? Get the U.S. government involved. Um, No, I don't want to see it destroyed. But I also think that there has to be accountability. And I think the NFL has operated as its own government for a long time. For a long time. There's a lot of good things that come out of the NFL. But when you've got guys... Now, Ryan, you tell me, if it's allowed to continue to operate this way, with Daniel Snyder lying to fans about ticket availability, with Stephen Ross wanting to pay a head coach to tank games. Jimmy Haslam doing the same. Investigations into hostile work environments. Players that have filed medical issues years gone by, only to see their paperwork get lost so the NFL never has to pay. Things like that. They've just, 
They've done it because they're the NFL, and they can. And there has to be a level of accountability. There has to be. 877-867-1670. Um, the, uh, and, and don't forget, John Gruden was also allowed to uh, continue on. The uh, the courts stated that he has a case against the NFL, and, which means the next issue at hand is discovery. And that means the NFL is going to have to turn over everything it found unless they come to a financial agreement with John Gruden, which I got to think that they're going to because otherwise everything then becomes, hey, you got to lay everything on the table. And I don't think the NFL wants that done. That's just my opinion. Um, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout, uh, that's go ahead and give us a call. Um, the... Uh, the uh, in the Roger Goodell saga, when it comes to John Gruden, yesterday uh, there was uh, Hondo Carpenter says that the Las, Las Vegas lawyer Sam Marjovsky, I think is how you pronounce it, had an explosive prediction about Roger Goodell's future in John Gruden versus the NFL. Uh, the lawsuit by the former Raiders head coach John Gruden against the NFL could wind up costing Commissioner Goodell his job. According to the Las Vegas attorney, Gruden scored a major victory in the suit last week when the Nevada court uh, ruled that the case could proceed in open court rather than through a confidential arbitration. So the Las Vegas attorney uh, wrote his opinion on the case and shared it with the Raider, uh, with Raider Maven exclusively uh, Gruden's lawsuit against the NFL and the commissioner, Roger Goodell, is a real deal. Uh, and now that the Nevada District uh, Court judge has ruled that the case can proceed in open court, uh, it's become significantly more dire for the defendants, meaning the NFL. Remember, Gruden settled his claims against the Raiders almost immediately after stepping down. Gruden then hired the same attorneys uh, who represent the Raiders and Mark Davis and quickly filed the bombshell lawsuit against uh, NF, the NFL and Roger Goodell. And uh, together with the two, uh, Gruden uh, picked his legal team. The timing suggests that Mark Davis is supporting his endeavor. And if true, Goodell and the NFL should be extra worried because they're fighting two well-funded and well-aggrieved uh, you know, opponents, one of whom is in the shadows and not technically part of the lawsuit. Now that Gruden's case has survived dismissal, Gruden's legal team can be de begin the discovery process to determine if, in fact, Goodell and the NFL conspired against him and the Raiders. And Gruden's lawyers can demand emails, memos, phone logs, text messages, and even metadata to support their claim. Gruden's team can demand that Goodell sit for a deposition and give his testimony under oath. This is going to get good. This is going to get good. Yep. 
This is going to get really good before it's all said and done. I'm excited about all of it. I'm not looking forward to the end of the NFL. The NFL is not going anywhere. But some of the garbage that's been taking place at the top, that might be going somewhere. And all of this, you know, paying paying coaches to lose and Haslam doing the same, and you've got, you know, Jerry Jones and his antics, and you've got Daniel Snyder and his antics, and, yeah, the, the good old boy network, it, it it's going to start to crumble. It'll, it'll start to crumble. Guarantee it. They'll have to. Have to. Otherwise, uh, because the owners as a whole are not going to want to lose their antitrust exemption. That's a lot of money. They're not going to want to lose that. So they are going to cut bait from anybody that becomes a boat anchor to their ship. I'll tell you that right now. Right now. So we'll see. Uh, but I got a feeling that uh, there's a lot of people right now uh, slamming doors and walking around nervous at uh, at the NFL headquarters in New York. Stay tuned. We got a lot more coming up. Bill Michael Show continues after this. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. It's back Wednesday Night Live. It's at the Wisconsin State Fair Park in Madison County. Takes the stage this evening. 7 o'clock, the music gets underway. 6 o'clock, the gates open and uh, getting in access uh, absolutely free. It's 10 bucks to park. Uh, free if you're on a motorcycle, but 10 bucks to park a car. And uh, the weather looks to be pretty good. Pretty good down at the uh, um, Wisconsin State Fairgrounds. It's the Budweiser Pavilion tonight. It's all brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. And uh, you've got Madison County taking the stage tonight at uh, the Budweiser Pavilion down at the Wisconsin State Fair Park. And hope to see you out there. Should be a lot of fun. A lot of fun coming up tonight for the um, for the Bud Pavilion. Our friends at Madison Mad- I, I, I still think Madison County, best uh, country cover band there is. There's a lot of other ones that float around that claim to be, that act bigger than what they are. It's like, come on, you're a cover band. Shut up. Uh, but Madison County is fantastic. Really is. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. We were talking a little bit uh, before uh, about uh, the NFL and the fact that uh, they are just kind of losing in all efforts right now. Uh, the House subcommittee has called Roger Goodell and Daniel Snyder to Capitol Hill. That's going to be on June 22nd. In the meantime... You've still got uh, John Gruden versus the NFL going on out in Las Vegas. John Gruden won his bid to actually have this in open court and get it out of a uh, private mediation. And now they can go through discovery in open court, which means if Roger Goodell gets called, he could be deposed openly uh, before this, uh, this whole thing actually goes through the court system. I get this sense. Um, the, now here's two things to this here. This part's important. No company, as this article states, no company, let alone the NFL wants hostile parties rummaging through their desk drawers. 
the only way a defendant can stop the discovery process is to offer the plaintiff an irresistible sum of money. Okay? So think about that for a minute. Unfortunately for the NFL, though, that might be a number that doesn't exist because John Gruden and floating around in the shadows behind him is Mark Davis, the owner of the uh, Raiders. They are out for blood. They don't want... They're not out for money. I mean, there may be a number that they can't pass up, but they're not really out for money. They are out for blood. And Gruden is, Gruden's got money. You know, how much is too much? You know, if they give him an NFL franchise, I don't know if he'd take it. I think Gruden wants Roger Goodell in the chair in front of a judge. I, I just, I, I, that's what I think. Um, the prediction is that this lawsuit will ultimately cost Roger Goodell his job. With adversaries like Gruden and Davis, Goodell faces a discovery effort that will look to uncover evidence that Goodell's own wrongdoing is on display. And in today's digital world, the same one that hung John Gruden out to dry, it's probably inconceivable that there isn't something out there that could kill Roger Goodell's career. Perhaps an unflattering email, uh, disparaging text about a group of powerful owners, sexist or racist comments, evidence of an affair, misuse of NFL funds. Um, the scope of discovery is limited to the case at hand, but the discovery has always got a way of finding all the skeletons. And all you got to do is just remember John Gruden got caught behind the scenes through an investigation into the commanders. Not even into John Gruden, but that seemed to be the guy they were targeting. The NFL made it clear it plans to appeal the ruling, but the parties will begin the discovery process at some point. They have to. It's court-ordered. So I agree with you. And Greg says, uh, you know, uh, what do you think about uh, the, well, um, no, I don't want to get into the LeBron James stuff. Uh, excuse me. Steve says the NFL will most likely uh, settle with Gruden since they won't allow sensitive information to leak out. But Gruden may not want to settle. Gruden may say, no, no, my satisfaction is Roger Goodell going away. I'll take the NFL. Yeah, he may say, now this this may happen. He may say, I'll take $20 million. And I'll t whatever the remainder of his contract is, plus damages. And he may say, okay, I'll take, I don't even know what the remainder of his contract was with uh, the, the Raiders. It had to be at least five years, which was $50 million. So he may take $70 million and the resignation of Roger Goodell to say, I'll stop this. Otherwise, I'm going to continue on. And if the NFL agrees, then they'll cut Roger Goodell loose and Roger Goodell will be out the door. But uh, they they say that is a sincere possibility that Roger Goodell would lose his job. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout, go ahead and do it. Again, 877-867-1670. 
So, um, and this one's from Kathy, who says, what would that then do to the NFL if they would lose their antitrust exemption? It, it means they got to pay taxes. It means they got to pay more money to the government. I mean, that's what it means. So they don't, and, and we know, look, owners, owners love their money, right? They love their money. They don't want to give that money up. I don't care if it's five million, ten. I mean, if they got to give up five million more as an ownership group, eh, okay, so be it. But suddenly, the government starts creeping into the uh, into the uh, exemptions. Yeah, that's that's it. That's it. There you go. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. I don't know about you, but I am kind of um, I I. How do I say this nicely? I love the NFL. I love Sundays. I love football. I I love watching, witnessing, going to, being a part of. What I have said for years, for years, is that the NFL is and has paved the way for arrogance. When the NFL kind of grabbed the throne away from Major League Baseball as the national pastime and the most watched sport in America. Um, They not only grabbed it, but they climbed to a higher pedestal and beat everybody else down with it. And they have been the most flagrantly arrogant institution for a long, long, long time. And now because of their own ineptitude and their own arrogance, thinking that they're untouchable, it looks as if at least some people are going to get a glimpse behind the curtain to see what the Wizards really doing. And it doesn't mean it's all bad because it's not. Not everybody's bad. Not all owners are bad. Hell, I, I would probably guess, venture a guess to, guess to say the majority owners are great, but it only takes a couple. And I've said this before, you are who you do business with consistently. And, you know, if you have 99.9% of your business dealings are on the up and up and they're great and everybody benefits, then you're a pretty good company. 80%, you're okay. 70%, eh, you know, but if you're 50-50, you know, well, you're not doing great. I'd say right now the NFL is probably about 70%. So they got some question marks. Having, having 32 teams and four or five owners that are being looked into consistently. Yeah, that's that's not a great track record by any stretch of the imagination. 877-867-1670. Head us up. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. This portion of the program being brought to you by a buddy, Dwayne, at Dwayne's Cover It All up in Wausau. And uh, I'm telling you what, if you own a boat and you're looking for a bimini top, if you're looking for upholstery, if you're looking for flooring, if you're looking for a new cover, a travel cover, whatever it may be, he is by far Wisconsin's best boat and covery and and cover and upholstery uh, recovering guy that there is out there. He's the one to go with. How about being a business owner and you're looking for, say, a canvas awning to go out over the front of your business? Or if maybe you want to redo some office furniture or the waiting room chairs or something like that. Rather than buying new, especially in today's economy, let Dwayne save you some money. 
Go to Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com. That is Dwayne's, D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com. Call him, 715-870-2119. you got businesses as far as Chicago going to this guy. Again, 715-870-2119. Get a hold of our buddy Dwayne. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Continue on. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout, feel free to go ahead and do so again. 877-867-1670. You can find us. Uh, Also, I want to let you know that uh, our friends over there at uh, Boondocks Barbecue and Brews, they have got some events coming up. And if you're going to do some motorcycle riding out in that direction, stop in. Tell them we said hi. Good people over there. And uh, they'd love to uh, have you stop in and uh, use my name. By all means, I heard it on the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Good to go. But head on over there and uh, walk in and enjoy yourself. Get yourself some good food. Get yourself some good brew along the way. And a terrific place. They have that new patio that's just opened up outside. So good, good stuff from our friends at Boondocks Barbecue and Brew. A couple of different things that I wanted to get into. Uh, I was talking before about the, um, uh, the... uh, Brewers and Lorenzo Cain, and I, I here, here's my question, and it's real simple. You can't send Lorenzo Cain down. Uh, there's because I know some people have already approached me on that and said, "Ah, oh, just send him down." You can't. You, you don't have that ability. You don't have that. Um, you know, he doesn't have options. You can't just you know do that with him. And because right now you are a little bit banged up, but going back to what we were discussing before with Tyrone Taylor, he's got to he's got to find his way into the into the lineup more often more consistently. Um, I know Andrew McCutcheon, he's 35 years old, and he's had his his issues and such, but Lorenzo Cain, uh, 36 years old, has just fallen off. Um, he just, you know, he, he's just fallen off the table. And uh, and Anthony says, how many more at-bats are you going to give him before you, before you finally just sit him? You're not going to cut him, okay, and you're not going to just sit him to sit him. But I think at some point you have got to say what's best for the team. Last night in a night in which, you know, a lot of guys were hitting the baseball. Um, He was not, unfortunately. He was not. And, you know, you could have used those, especially on a night when everybody seemed to be able to put the bat on the ball for the most part. He still continues to struggle. And, uh, and when you're, you know, losing games by a run, uh, two gaffes in the outfield, one of them cost you a run, and you lost by one. At some point, you got to say, okay, how much more of this can we try to do on a consistent basis just to try to get this guy going again? You may end up needing him. I agree with that. But I think you're going to need him more for a defensive prowess right now than you are offensive. Um, let's get back to it. We'll talk on the phone. Let's go to Daniel, our buddy in Toma. Daniel, how you doing? Daniel, 
Oh, Daniel hung up. He gone. Or he's calling somebody. Maybe he's calling Lorenzo Cain for that matter. Who knows? But uh, I was but just Daniel hoping was. it wasn't a collect call. I know, right? I thought maybe <laughs> Daniel was calling from prison. We were going to get that, that that mention. It says you've got somebody calling from some, you know, a correctional institution, and you got to take the phone call. Well, you don't have to, but uh, if if Daniel was in jail, we'd take the call just because we want to see what the offense was. Oh, 100%. <laughs> what he was in for. Hey, the phones are always open, Bill. Right. Oh, my God. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1671. Hit us up. Do it. Uh, this was from Anthony who says, uh, hey, unit, uh, what are you going to do with uh, Burns, Ashby, Lauer, and Hauser? That's all you have right now. Well, that's what you got to go to bat with. I mean, what are you going to do? You know, you lost two-thirds of your, you know, starting rotation. Or, excuse me, you got lost uh, uh, two-fifths of your starting rotation. I, you know, I mean, Jason Alexander is, is, by the way, I saw a lot of great memes uh, of Jason Alexander from Seinfeld today getting the start. If you follow uh, the Brewers on Twitter, if you if you follow hashtag Brewers on Twitter, it was good. It was a lot of funny stuff. I, I really liked that. That was pretty good. <laughs> Um, but you, you know, you, again, as long as you're winning games, what are you going to do? You know, to, I'm just keep, keep doing what you do. If you can get through this, I mean, cause l- look at it this way. You're still what? Three games up. You're three games up in the division. You're 32 and 19. You're only a couple of games back between, uh, yourself and the New York Mets for the best record in all, all of the, uh, the national league. Okay. And really for the best record in baseball, cause the Yankees also have 34 wins. So, it's not like you're you're tumbling down the mountain. You just if you can sustain and stay close to the top until you get back to full strength. Now, if if the injuries continue to just become a problem, well, then maybe you got to make some other decisions. I get that, but otherwise, no. I'm 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 good with that. Just keep doing what you're doing. You know, last night was it was a goofy night. I mean, you just it, you know again you didn't have the pitching. It didn't hold up. So you know you try to get back at it again today and. See if you can't walk away with a victory and, and you just continue your your reign right now in the National League and at least try to get through the next couple of weeks while Brandon Woodruff is on the uh, is, is on the IL. And now again, he's his issue is Woodruff's issue is is not an arm issue. It's an ankle issue. So provided he comes back and he's one hundred percent. And not ailing to the point where he has to give a little on that ankle because you know what happens when you start to give a little in one area, it starts to affect the others. And Woodruff suddenly can end up with a shoulder issue or what have you. I mean, once he starts throwing and feeling pretty good with that ankle, then I, I don't I don't worry too much about it. You know, I mean, the, the long term is going to be Freddie Peralta. And uh, that you're going to have to figure out. Uh, this is from Dan. Dan says, uh, unit... Uh, it's about time somebody called the NFL on the carpet. I'm anxious to see what happens on the 22nd. Do you think that they're going to demand Roger Goodell release all the documentation? Dan, I, I don't, I can't imagine without a subpoena the House subcommittee getting Roger Goodell to spill. I think Roger's going to be put uh, under a microscope. I think this is going to be either the beginning of the stronghold uh, of the appearance of flexing of the muscles of Roger Goodell, or it's going to be the beginning of the end. One of the two. 
and, and the other aspect of this is they're going when you go and you testify on Capitol Hill. I think I, now. Correct me if I'm wrong. If you're if you're whether you're under subpoena or not, you raise your hand to say I will tell the truth. You're not. I don't know how this works, and if there's an attorney out there floating around, let me know. But I got to think that if you are asked direct questions, you have got to answer them truthfully, even though you're not on trial. And Ben, you didn't take any governmental law, did you? No. Okay. I can outsource this to the lawyers in the family if you want. Yeah. See, what I want to know is, Let's say the committee asks Roger Goodell something specifically, or Daniel Snyder for that matter. And they, you know, you got to answer truthfully because if they find out differently, they can then say you lied to Congress or lied to the House subcommittee because then I believe they can get you on perjury. But the only way I think they can get you is if you're actually read your Miranda rights. I don't know how that works. I don't know if if you're just asked to come to Capitol Hill and give testimony. Um, I think they would be giving testimony under the oath. See, I think so too, but I don't know what scope of questions then Capitol Hill. If the those on that House subcommittee, I don't know what the scope of questions will be or could be that they could ask you. So I don't I but but I do know one thing. I do know that if you are under oath and you lie and they keep digging up your colon and they find anything, they come after you like a ton of bricks. Like a ton of bricks. Ronald says Congress doesn't even punish their own for lying under oath unless they happen to be uh, someone they are out for. Well, I think, though, to be honest with you, I think some of these people are out for the NFL. Not to destroy the NFL, but to knock it down to size. That's kind of what I get the sense of. That's just my take on this, just because they have been so steadfast in going. Here's part of the problem. Daniel Snyder lives and breathes and works in Washington, D.C., those people live, breathe, eat, and work in Washington, D.C. I think they were out for Daniel Snyder. The NFL decided to get in the way and not cooperate, and now they're like, you know what? Screw you. We're coming after you now, too. They probably gave you the, the warning shot over the bow as all of these deals get done behind closed doors, and the NFL said, no, nah, we're not, we're not going to be a part of that. We've, we've chose not to. So they said, oh, yeah? Here you go. And now they're bringing you in. So I think now they are uh the NFL is in the crosshairs. Just just my sense of all of this. Uh eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. You want to hit us up? Do it. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at Quick Trip. Coming up, coming up at Quick Trip, we are going to be giving away a brand new, brand new Chevy Camaro SS. It's coming up on uh, July third right there before 
the Quick Trip 250 when NASCAR comes rolling through Road America. You still got a chance to get signed up for this thing. You still got a chance to win some weekly prizes. All you got to do is go into Quick Trip, use your Quick Rewards card, buy a Pepsi product or a Jack Link's product, get some extra extra registration slips for all of that. Oh, it's good stuff. Good stuff from our friends at Quick Trip. Stop in, whether it's a Quick Rewards card for the hot food, the cold food, any food, bathroom, whatever it happens to be, great place and a staple and an institution right here in the state of Wisconsin. That is our friends from Quick Trip. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. show we continue on oh geez here we go here we go another civil lawsuit filed against Deshaun Watson today uh per the complaint the plaintiff charged or changed her mind about suing after seeing the HBO real sports uh but it was Watson himself claiming that even now he has no regrets and has done nothing wrong that solidified her resolve. The lawsuit includes very explicit allegations during multiple massages. The plaintiff alleged Watson asked her to go inside his uh, rear end. I kid you not. To touch him in a particular place that gives you satisfaction. The massage, uh, to massage only his... Uh, backside, and then to have sex with him. She also alleges watching, watching, Watson touched her between her legs. She also alleges that the owner of the spa in which she worked, a new use salon spa, provided women. Dion Lewis, the owner of the spa, facilitated massages for Watson and knew that Watson was attempting to have sex with the girls, it was later learned that Watson paid Dion Lewis at least five grand for Lewis's work. Basically, he was buying hookers through the salon and spa, and some of these women had no idea that that's what they were being asked to do when they showed up. And so when he didn't get what he wanted, that's when things became ugly, we'll say. Um, yeah, my God, what a day, what a way to get off to a start, right, Ben? Oh, man, and talking a little bit about Lorenzo Cain to the government bringing uh, Daniel Snyder and Roger Goodell on Capitol Hill, John Gruden's case moving forward, Goodell could be publicly deposed, and now Deshaun Watson getting yet another accusation after a woman has stepped forward to say that the salon was being paid five grand to supply hookers to Watson who wanted them to stick their fingers up his uh, fun zone. And and nothing yet on DJ selling out for the Saudis. It is a headline day. It's, yeah, just, man. And we get to watch Aaron Rodgers play golf tonight. Right? Aren't we excited? That's probably the, the mildest thing going on. 
what Rodgers could come out today and say, you know what, this might be my last year. I don't know. And that would be the headline story. But a woman being paid by another salon owner to stick her fingers up the butt of Deshaun Watson so he can do his thing. It, 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 oh, my God. <laughs> Just. Oh, boy. I never thought I'd say this, but I feel like we need another LaFleur press conference. I know, right? I just need the most mild-mannered, slow coach speak to get me through today. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So this woman apparently has text messages confirming all of this in her lawsuit after she watched Watson say he hasn't done anything wrong and doesn't have any regrets. It pissed, it pissed her off. So now she's come forward to say, Oh no, Oh no. We everybody knew what you were doing. Don't quit lying. So now she's got more information, a part of a, a lawsuit that she's now filing against him. Oh my God, Bill, I think if anything, we have confirmed that Deshaun Watson is a freak. And I think right? if we've learned one thing. This is what, number 23? I doubt it will be the last. Well, an original report, I think there was like eight or nine women that declined to be, that have had similar complaints, but they didn't want to be anywhere near the spotlight, so they declined to be a part of this. I don't know if this is one of those women that has now decided to come forward, but regardless... We're going to talk with Mark Daniels out of WNFL coming up next. We're going to talk to him about the very boring OTAs going on in Green Bay. Holy mackerel. What a way to get off to a start. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.